just wanted to get your pulse on playing with five cent or five backs on on Saturday, and if that's something you'd re-implement heading into Wednesday's match against Houston, or what the opponent kind of brings to the table, and whether you use that uh, shape again. Yeah, I mean it was uh, something that we wanted to see um, just with our group. It was you know Ryan not being available. You know, sort of meant we didn't have kind of our true sort of defensive midfielder there. So again, it was something that we wanted to to utilize. Uh, there were some moments where I thought it was useful and and beneficial, and there were some moments that it didn't matter if we were playing four, five, or six. We were um, we were too stretched out from front to back and too exposed and made things difficult on ourselves. So, um, is it something we'll use? It's something that we have if. If we all have done it and we have some some information and some ability to assess it, we trained it a bit last obviously last week going into the game. Uh, so it's it's there for us if uh, if it makes sense. Um, it was also a time period where it was going to be hot in the afternoon and it was going to be at altitude and we wanted to take some verticality out of the game, which again, I would say to you we didn't do a very good job of in the in the first half of taking that that verticality out. Um, so there were some execution things that we needed to be better at. But we've, we've done it. We've used it. We've seen it a little bit. It's, we've used it in periods during games as a, as a rotation or a shift, as we did at the end of LAFC. And we got a goal out of that shift. So uh, we, have it, we have it if we need it. Uh, we'll determine whether it's the right thing as we move into the next game. But we'll, um, you know, I think it's a versatile group that gives us options, but we, we certainly didn't execute it exactly how we would have liked to, that's for sure. And that's not just the back five, I just mean from a collective standpoint. And Javier just was talking about how this could be the first match all season where you have everyone uh, available. First of all, will everyone be available? What are the injury updates? And second of all, I mean, what are your kind of thoughts as you finally get your full arsenal of uh, players and their skill sets to kind of give you that depth that you were just talking about? Yeah, I mean, we are, um, I mean, we're about as, we're as close to healthy as we've ever been, that's for sure. We, we, you know, we're still taking some inventory coming out of the game in Colorado, making sure that everybody is, is okay and ready to turn around for Wednesday. Um, but having said that, we have everybody. We'll have a limited time to prepare the group, you know, with, with the game being on Wednesday. But uh, it's, still, it's still nice uh, for sure to know that you know, we'll have a group that will be able to start and get the game going, and you'll be able to look, obviously, across our bench, as we always do, with some, um, with a lot of quality to be able to come and, and impact the game and adapt as, as we need to. Um, but, I, I, you know, I think we're still at a point, I wish we had this whole week to prepare with our entire group here. That would be nice, but we don't. Uh, so we just need to turn around. We, we had a great meeting just now, just went through some video and talking about some things since we finally have everybody here just to... Uh, reconnect everybody on the same page, um, and so I, I'm I'm excited about the, just the group we have now. We just need to get to work, and we need to, um, you know, push our performances to a to a higher level. We we were able to get a really really good point, I think, in Colorado, uh, but not necessarily in the way that we wanted to get it in terms of our performance. But we were able to get it, and so for us is now really focusing on improving our performances, getting everybody together on the same page, working our best groups out and our best relationships out and doing all that stuff as we progress into this latter stages of, of the season. Thanks, Coach. See you on Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go with Josh Gessman next. Josh, go ahead. Hey, Greg. Thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. Hey, Josh. Um, following up a little bit on, uh, on Nikki, uh, 
Is there an update on, on Derek Williams? I don't think we asked you after the game uh, what his injury was or, or sort of what you guys were looking at. Uh, I don't even have an update yet. I think they were going to to check out this afternoon. He was going to get a scan, see where he was. He had some growing pain, I think, in the game and, and off of a certain play. Uh, so in terms of where he at, is at this morning and where what they're going to get in terms of the read or the MRI, I'm not certain yet. Um, you know, there's a possibility it could be a, you know, a shorter-term thing. Or it could be it could be turning around. I, I don't even know exactly, other than he's going to get a scan, and we're trying to see exactly what we're what we're dealing with, what we're managing. And you have uh, only one home game in September uh, coming <laughs> up this Wednesday against Houston. Is there any added emphasis on it, just because it is a home game, and, and obviously, you know, winning home games is one of those things that, that good teams are supposed to do? Or is this really about managing the whole month, understanding they have a bunch of road games? on either side of that uh, home game? Well, I mean, as a group, we've emphasized this is our this is a home game, and, and the, you know, the points are important in this game because road games are so difficult in our league in general. So this, this is an important game for sure, uh, and that's, that's understood by our group. Uh, having said that, um, we also need to improve just our performances, our 90 minutes of the way we're playing and, and how we're playing and all that kind of stuff. That ultimately gives us the best chance to be successful regardless of where we are. If we're playing better and we're more in sync and we're, we're connected and our thought processes are, are on the right wavelength together as a group. So, But these points, I think, on Wednesday are important because we, we know every one of these games we have coming ahead that is on the road is going to be a real, a real challenge and a real battle. So um, you know, it, it is, there is a bit of emphasis on that. Um, but we also we're going to put out a group we feel gives us the best chance to win the game like we do we every time based off of who we have and the moment we're in. All right, thanks, Greg. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. We'll take it with Larry Morgan. Larry Gomez. Hi, Greg. Thanks for speaking with us again. Hi, Larry. Um, you know, it looks like you guys have another compact schedule to put a mile in this month. It seems like every month this season you guys have a, a bunch of games in a very narrow time frame. Um, do you ever get used to it? And, and how do you not stop thinking about the physical toll it takes on your players playing all these games in such a short amount of time? Yeah, it's uh, we we all knew uh, coming into the season what the what the challenge was and how it was going to be presented this year. And the challenge is on multiple fronts. One is the players' front and just the physical toll of. Uh, the way the games are set up where you have these tight blocks of games and then you have two weeks off. And then you have international guys who are still traveling a lot and still playing, and now they're three, three game windows, which is brutal on those guys and, and those scenarios as well. In addition to that, you just there's limited training time, which means when you're trying to put together a new team and you have 17 new players, you just have limited sort of windows where you have everybody together to try to to continue to address things that you want to address as the as the season progresses, so there's a, there's a lot of challenges with it. But we, you know, we as a group are uh, we're trying to take make use of every minute that we have together, whether that's in the video room, on the field, whatever that looks like, to try to uh, prepare ourselves from game to game. I think at times this year we've adapted to the opposition just to try to give ourselves the best chance to get a result. Ultimately, we want to get it to a position where I think we are hopefully now until the end of the season where we can just become the best version of us and make oppositions really have to def deal with us and and we're going to push through that way so um, it, it's not it's not something that you that the players really get used to it's not something that we we love but it, it just is what it is and we need to push on with it and 
the good news right now is that with everybody here, we have a lot more depth. We have options to, to rotate guys. Um, guys are going to have to step up and, and execute. We also, as I said to the guys today, every player was brought here with a purpose and a role to play inside of this team. Uh, and they just need to be the best version of themselves when their name is called, and it's their turn to help the team be, you know, be successful on the day. And, and we're able to have some variation because we have guys with different skill sets who do things slightly different. We've got, uh, we've got a, a nice mix of and complementary players. Not everybody is the same and does things the same way. So we've got, a, we've got a nice group to be able to do different things. They need to trust each other and the process and, and, uh, and trust the process which they've done. And so we just keep, we need to keep building. Now that everybody's here, we keep building off of the hard work they've put in this far this year. How difficult an opponent is, is Houston? They certainly have had their history of giving you guys problems. What, what do yeah. you must expect? You know, with, with uh, uh, respect to their season, they've had a, a difficult time in terms of results. Having said that, I think the last game they played the other night was the best game they've played all year. In fairness to him, they won 3-0. I thought they looked energetic. They looked like they believed. They, uh, they, were, they were working hard for each other uh, on the defensive side. And so, you know, they look like a team that found a little confidence in that result, which always makes uh, them a, a dangerous team because their record says one thing, but their last performance says something very different. And so... Uh, we have to we have to make sure again, and I think we are very much focused on us improving our performances and, and us per improving on the things that that we're trying to to build. And we have to understand that that the intensity level of this game we have to we have to bring a high level of intensity and a and a, and a preparedness to play quickly and to move the ball and to exploit the spaces when they're there and to defend and transition quickly and to do all the things necessary because this is a team that is. They're fighting every day for their, their last breath to see if they can somehow stay into this or build some momentum down the stretch. And uh, we have to match that kind of urgency for a team that's coming in here. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. We have one more from Josh Gessel. Josh, go ahead. Hey, hey Greg, I got special permission to ask one more. Uh, All right. This, this one may be, may be a little off the wall, but just whatever comes to your philosophy on short corners, I know that it seems like the Galaxy have taken more short corners than perhaps quote-unquote normal corners. I just wanted to know what your philosophy was on, uh, on, on taking the short corner. Yeah, you know, for us, uh, the, sh the short corner is an attempt that really many times is to get the opposition moving instead of just standing in their, their zones and being comfortable and attacking the ball and heading things out. Um, you know, and it's kind of an assessment at times of, of how effective we think we can be if we just dump a ball in the box and whether we think that we can outjump the opposition or, or get the ball into the right spots where we can be successful. But there's a lot of times where we have, we have an interesting group that can, that can move the ball and create different options, and then we get the opposition on the move and having to, to deal with a three versus two or a different scenario. And now their, their reference points to defend and all that kind of change when, when the ball has been put into play. And so... Uh, there's different philosophies on it. We we will, as we move down the stretch, we'll start to settle into a very specific kind of, as we talk about it and we've been talking about playbook and simple, uh, maybe simplify a few things that we want to do as we move down the stretch. So, um, but we've tried some different things with our group just to see also what we can, what we can create off of it, but how we can be most dangerous. Perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now we have one last one with Enrique Gutierrez. Enrique, go ahead. Thank you, and thank you, Vicky. Um, Greg, uh, thank you for your time. 
Um, listen, I know that, um, I believe this week, you guys are gonna be celebrating the Central American uh, Heritage uh, Night on Wednesday. So there's been a few um, very good contributors for, to the LA Galaxy uh, from Central America. Um, Pescarito Ruiz and, uh, and Pando Ramirez won championships for the LA Galaxy. Jaime Penedo was the goalkeeper in the last uh, championship won in 2014. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure you didn't play with them. I don't know if you have a, an opinion on what they contributed to the team, but I know that you played with Mauricio Cienfuegos, and I would like to know what your opinion is, what his contribution to the MLS and to the LA Galaxy was, and why it is important for the LA Galaxy to connect with that community. Yeah, I mean, as it as it relates to Mauricio Cienfuegos uh, and and many others in in my era that that uh, came through the club, I, I found, you know, especially in the early years, so 1996, early on, the it was amazing at the Rose Bowl specifically in those days, just the sheer numbers and the volume of fans that would pour into the Rose Bowl and watch the game and. I would say 80% were probably Central American fans of either Mauricio Cienfuegos or Jorge Campos or the group of guys that, that we were playing with in a time, and it created an incredible environment and atmosphere for for all of us, us, and I was a younger player at the time, but his ability to, and speaking of Mauricio, to entertain in the game but play with such purpose and uh, to to be – a leader to want to have the ball, to want to make a difference. And for a guy who, who in stature, not the biggest guy in the world, uh, not the fastest player in the world, but man, he was clever. And like I said, he could entertain. And he's one of the players who actually gave the Galaxy its its style of play and, its, and the expectation that the fans created off of, this is how the Galaxy play the game. We're a possession-oriented team. We're creative. We are... We do all of these types of things that are entertaining. And, and, you know, Mauricio was one of those guys, as was Jorge Campos in the goal and the flash and the way that he did things, that this was a club that was going to entertain its fans. And, uh, and, and also just, the, like I said, the sheer volume and the representation that, that a guy like Mauricio Cienfuegos was. He was all business. He was serious. He showed up every single day. He was a champion in the way he approached his work and his job and the way he led within our group. Um, and so, uh, again, I think, you know, he, he then went from playing to help and helping the club become a champion to then working within the academy and helping to, uh, to nurture and integrate the next generation of players that were coming through the galaxy. And he's, a, you know, for me still, he's a good friend and a guy that I speak to uh, periodically and, and try to catch up with periodically. And, uh, again, I think he was one of the pioneers of the league who really, who really got the league uh, going. Uh, along with other guys, but from a, from this club and from a Central American perspective, for sure that. And then, like you said, you mentioned some other names of guys. I played with uh, Ruiz in, in Dallas, not in, in Los Angeles. But again, another just competitive, hardworking. I think he taught a lot of forwards how to how to play forward in this league, to be physical, to find contact, to just to be aggressive and, and was a winner. Uh, like I said, all these guys have had an impact on where the league is today and setting, paving the way for, um, for the success of Central American players who've all come into our league but, and continue to come into our league, but also just the fan base who has grown to love and follow MLS over the course of uh, the whole existence of the league. Thank you very much. Yeah, I felt uh, good, honestly. Uh, I mean, I was out for yeah, nearly 10 weeks, like 9 to 10 weeks, so I think... I did it pretty well in, in a way as well. 
the strategy, like Greg said it uh, before the match, and, and you saw it. No, he took us out uh, three players, three front players, and give the chance to another players because, of course, the 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 games that we have ahead, you know, against Houston on Wednesday, and then we need to go to Minnesota. So three games in in, in seven days. It's a it's a tough uh, a tough week, and for me especially because I'm coming back from a from a difficult injury. It was it was it was I think a pretty good strategy. So. Yeah, I mean, I felt I felt well. The result was good. I think the people who came in as well, we have a very uh, complete squad right now. You know, with with without injuries and bad injuries, we'll see how Derek uh, is. But I think he's he's going to be all right. But then after that, I think it was a good point against Colorado. You know that they are in a pretty good form. The altitude over there. Then the first half, it was so hot as well. And then, the, the, like I said, they were in a pretty good form. Uh, that's why they are. I mean, if they if they win the, the the match that they haven't played. They're going to be on top of, of that conference. So I mean, I think it was a good point for us, a good result. But obviously, we can improve so much more in our performances, not only individually, but as as a collective, as a group. I mean, and honestly, from the most humble place, it's like I know I know my value. I know that I'm that I'm an important player, but like like the other 23 players, you know, we have our uniqueness, we have uh, our qualities. Each one of us, probably, I'm as as you know, I'm a very loud guy. There are other ones that are more like an introvert. They don't speak that much. I'm I'm a guy who who likes to to speak to communicate a lot in a way. But everything uh, from from the the place of of seeing it that the best for the team because I don't I don't need credit I don't want credit I don't I don't I don't I don't need personal awards I don't want that because what I want is the is the sixth championship uh, for these organizations and for that I know that I'm not better I'm not worse than than anyone over here and we all have just different roles so that's the only thing that it's in my mind and with my uniqueness with my personality I try to just uh, express to try to to share if I have uh, knowledge that it could help, if I have words that it could inspire, that uh, by my example, by my professionalism inside and outside the pitch, I mean, I'm just trying to do the best as I can, and I and that's the only thing that I want to to share honestly to to all my teammates, to all the the the, the people around here. Is like we all need to try to do our best, to try to be the best version of ourselves, and then from that, put in in the in the in, in service to to the to the organization to try to win the titles because everyone over here even the the marketing guy the press guys everyone over here are working for the same goal that we want to see galaxy in the mls final cup and lifting that trophy and last one from me here what will it mean to you to take the pitch in front of in front of the galaxy fans again for the first time in a while oh looking forward i'm very excited very motivated and i just want to to go over there to try to do my best and hopefully we can get the three points against a very difficult uh, team as, as as houston thanks Bobby. we'll see you on wednesday see you on wednesday Thank you. See you. Thanks. Um, with this injury, being it was a repeat injury, um, was there any sort of tendency to, to maybe, you know, think the worst? It was mm. almost two months out last time. You come it, back, like you said, you know, 12 weeks. Was, yeah. there, was there a tendency to sort of fall back into maybe some of the stuff that was last year? And was it frustrating being week to week? It seemed like every, every week we would say, yes, he's getting better, but he's not quite ready. 
I mean, it wasn't the, the same injury as before. It was a completely different one. It was in the same leg, but a different muscle. Of course, it was because uh, uh, in the way of, of, of the load and the, and the games that I was playing, and then as well because uh, I have a scar tissue in that leg that, that make it a little bit more complicated or affect a little bit so my injury can happen. It was a completely different one, and I mean, it was, I mean, it's, it's an injury. You know, it's like sometimes you cannot prevent over that. You know, there are, there are things that you're doing uh, the, the, in the best way, but that's part of, of, of the job. That's part of, of, of this sport too. You know, you can see the, the Olympic athletes too. They prepare for four years and they are ready and then suddenly they can get injured in the, in the competition. You know, you cannot prevent sometimes. In my opinion, I think we all did because I don't want to blame anyone. I don't think it was an injury to blame a fitness guy, to blame myself, to blame the manager, to blame someone. I think we are over that. We're so responsible, all of us, that, that we're in the place that we know we can do better every single time, not even when you get injured as well. Right now, for example, I can do better. I can each day I wake up and I try to to be the best version of myself. So, I mean, the past is the past. It's done. I, I was I was away for nine weeks almost, uh, and then my team did pretty well. They hang there, and I'm just trying to 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 come and help my team because I don't think I'm the solution. I don't think I'm going to be the hero over here. I'm just one more player trying to do the best as he can to 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 make this team uh, improve better and then hopefully with goals, with assets, with performances, in any way I'm just trying to do my best because I want to, to get back all the confidence, all the trust and all the, the, the positive uh, vibes uh, and, and everything this organization is, is, is always uh, giving to me. Hi, Javi. You're welcome. Hello, Larry Morgan. Larry, go ahead. Hi, Javi. Welcome back. Thanks for taking our, our Thank questions. You. I have a two-part question. The first part is when you were working to return from the injury, was there ever a time where you thought you might not be able to back or be able to be back this season? No. Did it ever get that frustrating or that depressing? No. Not at all. No. Okay. Um, what, what Sorry, but it's like, <laughs> no. It never happened in my mind that it was going to be an injury. Like. That you would make it back? Sorry, can you repeat? What kept you confident that you would make it back? The passion, the love, and the reality and certainty that it was an injury with a period of time and we just need to to be patient for that period of time and that sooner or later that time will pass by and I was going to be ready. Okay, my second question is, as you were watching the team basically as a fan during the 12 games that, that you missed, what were your thoughts on the team? How were they looking? Uh, you know, what were your overall thoughts on the team? And good, back, good the very good, very good. Trying to do the best uh, every single game, every single time. But yeah, I mean, it's, the, it's, the, it's not an excuse, and, and people were, were going to think that uh, after the response that I'm going to give. But I mean, it's the first time we're, we're being involved, uh, all of us, and probably on Houston, it's going to be the first time, I hope if Derek is fine, uh, that it's going to be the whole squad healthy, uh, without suspension, like everyone. You know, it's been always injuries, international games, uh, people coming, for example, like Nico. I haven't played with Nico, for example, I haven't trained with Nico for example, when since he arrives. I mean, those are factors that, that, that they, they need to be like uh, taken in consideration. And, and that, that's not an excuse, but I mean, the team is doing pretty, pretty well. Last year, we, we weren't not even half of what we're doing right now. We are fourth in the conference. In my opinion, what is the most complicated conference of both of them, sorry to the East Coast, but that's my opinion. So we're trying to, to do as best as we can. We're top four. Uh, I was out for 10 weeks international. Like I told you, I think, I think we should get a little more credit. I'm not saying that we already 
done. We already had the perfect season. We already like can celebrate and stuff like that. It's just like I think the team is doing pretty well, but the most uh, challenging, the most attractive thing is like we still could do much, much better. You know, way better. I think. Or ceiling, we're not even scratching the the, the ceiling or the surface as as how good this team it could be. So imagine if we are like that in fourth position in our conference. It's the first year with Greg, with the whole staff. It's gonna be the first week with the whole team. I think, I mean, honestly, LA Galaxy is doing pretty pretty well, and hopefully we can do it better. And then in the end, the results and everything is gonna tell. Yeah, you were wrong. Okay, we were wrong. We go ahead. We go again. And like and like Janis said it when he won the the championship in the NBA. What's next? The next one. You know, it's it's like success is like that. It's just last one day, two days at most, and you need to keep going. That the, like like life. You know. So I mean, I think LA Galaxy is doing pretty well. I want to to say that words as well in my teammates and everyone in the LA Galaxy organization here is like we're doing good. Of course, good enough to be champions. We don't know. We'll see. We're trying to to be as good as we can to, to bring one more star to, to this batch. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Javier, Sabemos que en el Galaxy pues, han, han pasado cosas muy difíciles con Jonah, con Sebastián. Um, ¿Cómo has visto tú el, el, el ánimo? ¿Tú crees que ha afectado esto el, el grupo? ¿Crees que lo ha fortalecido? ¿O, o, o has visto un cambio con todo lo que ha pasado con el Galaxy? For, fortalecimiento y mucha, mucha eh, eh, valentía y mucho amor, particularmente, como tú bien los mencionaste, sobre Sebas y sobre Jonah, de cómo cómo han manejado toda la situación y lo están haciendo eh, de la mejor manera posible y créeme que al fin de cuentas simple y sencillamente esos momentos si los canalizamos de una muy buena manera todo se puede ver de una manera más positiva obviamente que son momentos complicados y principalmente para ellos, para todos nosotros pero la verdad creo que, que eso, eso nos puede motivar, nos puede alentar aún muchísimo más a poder llegar a cumplir nuestros, nuestros sueños y nuestros objetivos de nada Gracias, Eduardo. Vamos con Rodrigo Serrano de Diario Astro. Rodrigo, adelante. Hola, Javier, ¿cómo estás? Qué bueno, tengo la de que los fans van a poder disfrutar y el Galaxy para que los puedas ayudar. Eh, mi pregunta es, eh, eh, en comparación del año pasado a este año, ¿cómo manejaste el tema de la, de la lesión mentalmente? Porque vimos que fuiste, eh, pues, ponías muchos posts en Instagram para que... Eh, como que informándonos de que sigues trabajando, ¿qué tan diferente fue este proceso? Me gusta mucho la información de cómo seguirles informando. Yo la verdad que nada más mis redes sociales las utilizo para compartir mi vida. Yo creo mucho que, que en, este, en este mundo o en estos tiempos lo que más nos hace falta es vulnerabilidad y lo único que quiero mostrar es que soy Javier, soy un humano y tengo gustos, tengo hobbies, tengo prioridades y simplemente quiero mostrar lo que, lo que se me antoje ahí mostrar sin ningún afán, simplemente lo estaba, lo, lo estoy disfrutando y estoy disfrutando compartiéndolo a la gente porque lo único que le quiero decir, como también ahorita aprovecho en palabras o todo eso, es que todos somos humanos, todos valemos lo mismo, aquí simple y sencillamente lo más importante es, es no juzgarnos, respetarnos y verle el lado bueno 
a, a, todos, a todos los motivos y a todas las situaciones. Como la pregunta anterior, conforme con lo de Yone, lo de Sebas, algo que estoy aprendiéndoles muchísimo, es cómo están manejando toda esa situación, cómo lo están canalizando de una manera eh, eh, positiva y sacándole el mayor provecho posible. Así que, simple y sencillamente, es lo que, lo que yo decido hacer. Y ya entrar, perdón que... que, que que no es que vaya a evadir tu, tu pregunta, pero bueno, estamos a la mitad casi, ya llegando casi al final, entre comillas, a, la, a mi segunda temporada y el cómo manejé lo anterior a la ahorita y compararlo, créeme que simple y sencillamente hay una palabra que, que, que es fundamental y que te voy a hacer la historia un poquito más corta, pero es responsabilidad. Comparándome el año pasado, ahora he asumido muchísima responsabilidad y, y simple y sencillamente quiero plasmarla en los entrenamientos, en mi vida, en el cual quiero... Eh, vivir, crear la vida que, que me merezco y que quiero yo vivir simple y sencillamente porque no quiero, no, no depende de nadie más y no quiero ni culpar a nadie más cuando las cosas van bien y cuando las cosas no van tan bien. Uno es responsable de nuestra vida y de nuestra realidad. Vamos con Mónica Delgado. Mónica, adelante. Gracias, Vicky. Hola, Javier. Te Hola. Mónica Delgado de PaseFiltrado.com. Antes de tu lesión estabas teniendo una formidable temporada con LA Galaxy y eras líder de goleo en la MLS. Luego de perderte más de 10 juegos con el equipo, mentalmente, ¿cómo te sentís en tu regreso? ¿Y cómo está tu motivación para volver a ser el primer lugar de goleo? Gracias. A ver, para ser el primer lugar de goleo, no créeme que en ninguna, en ninguna parte de que he jugado fútbol, o sea, y la verdad que, que, que suena muy paradójico, pero... Eh, Sé que es una de las maneras que puedo ayudar mucho a mi equipo, pero yo nunca, nunca he jugado por hacer goles y nada más llevarme los títulos personales, ni mucho menos. Créeme que, y te lo digo ahorita y te lo firmo, de nada me serviría el quedar campeón goleador y, estar el, y quedar eliminados en playoffs y no ser campeón. Y preferiría cambiar eso con tal de, 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 de conseguir la, la sexta estrella para esta institución. Y también me llama la atención cómo, cómo a veces se puede interpretar el que, como, que, como si la temporada... Eh, ya hubiera acabado y son dos, ¿no? Como que tenía y ahorita no tengo. Al fin de cuentas, también en, en números y todo eso, nada más he jugado 11 partidos, llevo 10 goles, llevo una asistencia. Así que también lo, lo he tratado de hacer de la mejor manera. Las, las lesiones, las situaciones a veces pasan, pero como siempre lo he dicho, por eso cuando caen todos los goles o cuando estoy bien ni me siento el mejor jugador ni lo trato de, de, de estar presumiendo ni mucho menos. Y ahorita también cuando he estado 8 o 9 semanas fuera significa que ya se me olvidó cómo jugar o que, o que ya la temporada haya cambiado. Aquí lo más importante es enfocarnos en el L Galaxy, en lo que haga el equipo, que soy una pieza importante en esta institución como lo son los otros 23, 24, 25 compañeros míos, toda la gente que trabaja aquí en las instalaciones, el staff, este, el cuerpo médico, los entrenadores, todos. Aquí todos valemos lo mismo, todos estamos enfocados en el mismo objetivo que es el poder llevar a esta familia a su sexta estrella, que es, que es lo que más nos motiva y lo que, y lo que más nos ilusiona. Vamos con una última con Juan Martín. A ver, bien adelante. Hola, Javier. ¿Qué onda? Eh, preguntarte hace ratito, hablabas de tus motivaciones, qué tanto la selección mexicana sigue estando entre ellas, sobre todo porque las últimas semanas eh, sigue siendo mencionado, como que la gente también espera a qué pasa. ¿Qué tanto sigue siendo una motivación para ti? Yo, yo obviamente, el tema de la selección mexicana, como todo fanático, este mexicano, eh, siempre le vamos a desear lo, lo, lo mejor, que le vaya de la mejor manera. Tengo ya muchísimo tiempo sin ir este, y bueno, yo siempre trataré de hacerlo de la mejor manera eh, de lo que me toque a mí como futbolista y ya de ahí ya veremos qué vaya sucediendo poco a poco porque esa situación no, no está en mis manos. ¿Te sorprende que la gente te mencione cada vez más? 
La verdad, y te lo digo honestamente y con todo el, el, el respeto, no sé si me mencionan o no, no veo mucha prensa, no veo eh, muchísimas eh, noticias, créeme que estoy enfocadísimo en, en, en mi vida, en mi rutina, en los detalles, en cada día lo que estoy haciendo, en también los proyectos que tengo fuera, fuera de, mi, de, mi, de mi profesión, eh, con mis hijos, todo, todo lo, que, lo que me rodea, que al fin de cuentas sé como, como desde que debuté y como también me lo enseñó mi abuelo y como me lo enseñó mi padre, que, que obviamente te le debes al 100 a tu equipo y que bueno, que obviamente la, la, la selección siempre es un plus y es un extra que siempre es como una recompensa a tu esfuerzo y a tu trabajo y que si se da, bienvenido sea, pero que si no, pues también tienes que seguir trabajando y que la vida sigue.